to the Triple Confirmed Podcast, where we discuss Bitcoin price talk, trading ideas, and much, much more. I am your host, The Baked Potato, a six-year crypto analyst and crypto YouTuber. Today's date is September 27th, and this is episode 249. Hopefully, you guys are having a wonderful Wednesday today. What excitement? What news? What volatility? We've had quite a spike up all the way into resistance of 26,800 and come all the way back down into support of 26,200. What is going on? Why are they doing this to us? What is the point and the purpose of which of retesting? Um, we're going to get into all that today, as always, starting off with our macro time frame perspectives. What do we got going on? What's happening on the weekly? So let's deep dive right into it. Well, the weekly is very much still contemplating what the heck it wants to do. We've actually started to see the money flow turn back up into the green. We still have this projected green dot as well to potentially close on the next weekly candle close in four days. Heavy reversal candle at the same time. So again, the certainty of this actually bottoming out here and continuing up from here, right? Like it's it's showing signs of it, but it's absolutely not guaranteed at this point. I've been looking at examples in history of when money flow tends to come back into the green, depending on conditions and everything. I mean, obviously, we had just come into the green when we were topping out in 2019 and then actually continued lower and lower and lower and lower in that macro, even though money flow was in the green. So, I mean, it's not a dry, you know, a cut and dry signal that everything's going to absolutely blow up from here. If we continue to hold our key level of support at 25,800, we still have a very high probability chance of coming back into retest into the highs of the local regions, somewhere in the mid 28s, all the way up into $30,000 could be very possibly in the cards. Still, before we actually give us a true converging wave, lower high for the potential head and shoulders that we are setting up here. Now, again, it doesn't need to play out that way. We could continue finding support along 258 dollar region and continue building up macro structure at this level. Um, when we start to get into our midterm macros, three day, four day, five day. Yeah, I mean, structures are still holding. Uh, overall, market structures are still bullish as long as we're not closing below 25K. Again, very much no confluence going on in these time frames. They're not all in agreement that we're continuing up. We see money flow actually turning itself back down on the three day, but we're TC'd up. You know, potentially red dots, four day, same thing, right? Like money flow actually coming down, wolf pack kind of flat. Everything's just completely uncertain at this point is what it seems like. The conditions of the market are flippy floppying back and forth every week. So until we have uh, more confluence coming in, more time frames lining up, you know, really at this point, anything is possible. But we know that getting below 25K, 258 if we're looking for a forwarded type of level uh, to give us our, you know, we start breaking below 25,800, it's very likely that we would see 25 once again or 24,800. That is our last real level of midterm, short term support. We start breaking below that, these macros and these midterm macros start to really have more pull into the downside. We've broken all our local lows, you know, the next kind of level to be looking at if we do start closing below 25 is going to be all the way down here at like 21.7, 21.8. So a dramatic dump 
basically into that region. If we do start seeing those closes, we start seeing these midterm macro overall market structures flipping back down. It is possible, right? We do have a lower high after divergence, all that sort of thing. I'm going to give it probably another week, I would imagine, or two before we have to make a move, have to decide what is going on here. Um, but the next week or two could be very, very volatile. We see that the daily is actually trying to turn itself back up. Money flow isn't looking too bad. Potential squeezing for a green dot. Wolfpack turning itself back up. But again, being that it's TC down and that we're below market structure on the daily, you know, it's like what's gonna what's gonna break first? Is it gonna be 25, 5, 25 or 27 and a half? Whatever level we get through first is more than likely going to dictate the overall direction for the next couple months. Um, when we get to our midterm short terms, we can see 12 hour actually finding some good strength here. It is on bullish market structure bouncing off the 26K level. Green dot confirmed, wolf pack money flow moving up. This again, giving me hopium that we have a bullish divergence, a converging wave. You know, it's actually not looking too bad in the midterm short term macros right totally confused not really sure what they want to do but the midterm short term is saying we definitely want to try and retest up into somewhere of this previous region of what was support resistance the 618 28.9 29k right like if we were to retest it all the way up into this region and get instantly rejected just like what we saw today that resistance of 26800 right obviously a very bad sign for the bulls we basically confirmed the lower high at that point pretty much confirmed the head and shoulders maybe we spend a little bit of time up in this region to actually you know confirm everything but short term medium term not looking too bad overall midterm macro not looking great right but at the same time a lot of these macro indicators are still kind of like refreshing themselves they're getting absolutely um basically to the bottom of their extensions so we tend to see market flips a lot of the time when these conditions are all hitting at the same time. So very interesting time period of which is what is going on. We had major stuff happening over on the NASDAQ and the S&P. We'll get into in a little bit. Gold absolutely took a fat dump as of today, getting below the $1,900 level, cracking down all the way down into 1870, I believe on the low. We haven't seen a lot of reaction with Bitcoin in comparison to gold today. If, if that was the case, we'd probably be trading closer to 25.5 at this point in time. We're not seeing that as of yet. Yes, 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 yes. Oh, goodness. Yeah, flippy, floppy. What's going to happen? Are we going to break back below support? Right. As of right now, 26 still holding. Not a bad place to be. Um, let's move over to the NASDAQ and the S&P quick. Take a look at what happened today. Basically, we did start to uh, push below the 14,750 level. We pushed all the way into that key level of support that we talked about, 14,600 on, I believe, for it was either last Wednesday or Friday's episode where we were targeting for this previous retest back here in August. Um, we have hit it. As of today, we've bounced pretty good so far, about 150, 170 points. Um, will it continue to turn around from here? It wants to, but at the same time, yeah, money flow, market structure. If everything was to get flipped back down here at 14,800, um, the NASDAQ probably still looking for continuation into that more major level of support down here at 14,380, uh, 14,320. So more downside 
is pretty likely here if we were to see the lower high rejection. If we do continue to see bounce here, we could end up retesting all the way into 15, 1500, 15,000 rather, sorry, before continuation of rejection and potentially more downside to come. As far as the S&P and the NASDAQ are concerned, we can see our weekly quite a very strong downside signal here. Money flow still deep into the green. So at this point in time, I mean, it's going to be very, very hard to completely revert this uh, trend that we have to the upside, right? But we could be visiting all the way back, like worst case scenario is probably around the 12,500 type of zone, 12,350. If we were to really start falling off the cliff, that would include, we need we would need to close below 13,800, 13,820 type of zone to obviously see that zone. But now, the closer we get to it, the more levels that we break through and break through and break through, the more likely it is to actually get a full on retrace back down into macro level support. Yeah, it looks like right now the range of the four day still holding here. We're not closing below 14,600 as of yet. We do start to see daily close, maybe even like a six hour, eight hour type of closing below that level. We more than likely are looking for continuation into those lower regions. S&P. Same dealio, obviously different numbers. We came a lot closer to the 42.20, 42.30 zone that we'd previously talked about than uh, the NASDAQ was able to do today. Um, could be a good reason as to why we're seeing a good amount of support coming in here and bounce-wise off this zone. Because, I mean, NASDAQ didn't really hit a critical level today, but uh, seems like the S&P came close enough where uh, we would call that tested of 3.82 at the 42.30 zone. Overall, more than likely continuation down is still in the cards. We can see the eight hour, 12 hour starting to slip, starting to potentially turn themselves back over on a very key level of support in that 4230 zone. If we are to come back up and retest into 4350, 4320, and we reject, excuse me, it's not looking very good for holding above the market structure and the moving average, like basically closing below 4230 starts to break things. <laughs> That's all I'll say. We would still potentially have another 100 point move uh, to the next key level of support down here at like 4130. Uh, if we start to break back below that, then we're looking under sub 4000. So not fantastic stuff. That's still a higher low at this point. Getting back into that region overall, potentially still likely to see a higher low and continuation off of that midterm macro move. It's going to be, again, a very hard thing to actually break the overall bullish momentum of the NASDAQ and the S&P as we've completely seen over the last 20-30 years. Yeah, cup and handle, kind of likely, but where could the handle lead us? All the way back down into the bottom of like 3750 as far as the S&P is concerned. That still would be a valid bullish style pattern. So, caution with those, things are still moving down. US 10-year, Dixie, We've come into our critical resistance levels. We're actually quite a bit above as far as the Dixie is concerned. 106.2, clearly above it at 106.6.7. We haven't seen too many time frames restructuring into a more bullish posturing as of yet. Still leads me to believe that there will be some sort of pullback here, which in turn could help Bitcoin come back and retest into those higher levels. Still, if we continue to hold the key level of support, 25,800. 25.8 is the key. It has been the key and it continues to be the key. Beautiful. 
Yes, it does seem like the U.S. tenure has a little bit more to go, and it could be the reason why the Dixie is overextending at this point. Uh, once we're a little bit closer to 4.69, 4.7, uh, more than likely we will continue to see these things start to pull back, roll back over. Um, and hopefully the assets try to uh, use that momentum, that strength, to bounce back. As far as the total is concerned, we're still not closing below a trillion. But today's rejection, very key, very not great for what we would want to see here. Right, like absolute rejection off the 618, retesting the previous support resistance level of 1.045. Not great stuff. It does tell us that more than likely we're going to actually test into a trillion before things are satisfied with uh, potentially finding still that higher low and continuing we could have done it from here. It doesn't seem like that's going to be the case unless within the next three hours, everything can kind of pull itself out of the mud, dust itself off and continue trying to turn up at this point. Like we haven't broken anything as far as everything is concerned. The short term support's not broken. Midterm support's not broken. Um, this was more than, you know, if that's the case, if we are going to see continuation up, then this was just a big washout move before it actually moves up, right? Moved up, gave everyone hope. They bought, it dumped right back and below, price of which that they could have bought in. Yeah, just a complete washout, and we could even still continue. The volume in the shorter time frames does seem to be dissipating at this point. Yes, so we will see. I am still more than likely expecting continuation up on BTC over the next week or so. But again, it doesn't need to happen. The trends are still pointing down overall. We don't need to get back into 29. It just it just makes a lot of sense as far as technicals go to retest into that region before actually taking this bigger step down. As far as we said, gold today absolutely fell off a cliff. As soon as we were rejected off of the 1930, 1920 level, things absolutely started tanking. We have closed lower lows as far as the midterm and the midterm macro is concerned. We have lower highs, lower lows. We start to break midterm macro lows, which is all the way down here at 1810, as well as the 382 level of those midterm macros, then things really start to really start to dive. But until then, we're still overall looking for either a higher low or some sort of bullish divergence, whether it's hidden or normal. At this point, I'd be hoping for normal bullish divergence rather than hidden breaking that lower low because we're already lower than it on the market liberator. We're getting pretty close on the wolf pack. We don't want to invalidate our chances of seeing bullish divergence. But structure, as far as the midterm macro is concerned, is down. The macro of the weekly is down, completely rejected on gold, right? So overall, more than likely to look for continuation still towards 1800 key level. Um, I would say if today's, I guess not the daily, but I would say our next zone to be shooting for over the next couple of days, if it is to continue here, is going to be 1840-1835 type of zone. Back towards the overall moving average of the super trend. You know, as long as it stays flat and we start to build momentum back to the upside, we could be looking for support higher low and continuation from that point. But we need to see how the next couple of weeks lay out. Overall, volume kind of still flat, kind of starting to pick up, not giving us a whole lot of information on that sense of things. 
Yes. As always, these episodes are brought to you in part by TripleConfirmation.com, your number one source for decentralized automated trading bot services. Head over to TripleConfirmation.com today and check out what we have to offer for you. With all that being said, as always, we appreciate you guys for taking the time to listen. Uh, anyone over there on Spotify, Google Podcasts, RSS feed, uh, we appreciate you guys. And we'll see you back here on Friday. For everyone else on YouTube, stick around. We're going to continue and go into some more in-depth analysis. Take care, my friends. Bye-bye.